Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith, Jr., where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. 
He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Good morning, ladies and gents. Welcome to the ATS Daily Morning Meeting. Glad to have each and every one of you on. Always a pleasure. Today is Friday. Okay, these days we get mixed up, they get pushed together. So today is Friday. Glad to have each and every one of you again. Always a pleasure. You know, we've been talking about distribution and execute execution. Get me in the studio, Renee. All right. So listen, he has turned his camera on. So I am about to hand it over to the founder and CEO of the ATSJR Companies, Antonio T. Smith Jr. LLC, the millionaire and billionaire maker, innovator, creator, all the way from G-Town, Galveston, Texas, Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. We do appreciate you. And we're not going over marketing today. I told you I would think. It doesn't make sense right now because and when we get there, we'll be there for a while, but I think we're going to be in this little section for a while, and it should be most important for most of you. Before I tell you what it is, I need to talk to my smart people. I need to talk to um, well, Phil doesn't have this problem. He knows how to not be smart. But Melissa and Deanna and Adonia Jerome, who else is? Let me let's define smart. You are a high performer, and you got your stuff together. Yes, and you've been down this road before. Is that fair? A high performer got your stuff together, been down this road before. I'm gonna need y'all not to do that today. Nope, 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 nope. Yes, sir. Okay, all right. No, 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 don't do that. No smart people today, okay? We're creating your business model. I see right there. Is that today's topic? That's today's topic. Okay. And right there, the smart people would have been like, I already did that. That's what I don't want you to do that. <laughs> okay. Listen, listen, smiling. I don't want you to do that. All right. I don't, I don't want you to do that. No, 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 no. Creating your business model is what I want to talk about. But there is a strong reason why. Strong reason why we have to, if we talk about this, so you build distribution first, and uh, and I'm here to tell you that you do not need to know how you're going to make money. This is this is what's difficult about us. We don't we don't do business the way 
the billionaires do business. I want you to think about most of the billionaire companies today. Think about them. And today, most of them are tech. You, know, you still got Exxon up there and Walmart, but most of them are tech. But you can still use Exxon and you can still use Walmart. So please pay attention to what I'm about to say. None of these companies knew their business models before they launched their distribution. Think about that. Think about that because it's a fact. Facebook was out for five years, six years before they did an ad. Think about that. Think about that. Netflix was still going to mailbox before they streamed in 2012. Exxon built the infrastructure before the cars that they that that get gas today were even invented. Think about this for a moment. Exxon established relationships with businesses and gas stations and built gas station. I remember I remember growing up in the 80s, building a gas station was like building a mall. You see a Texaco would pop up. Well, I'm in Texas, so you know, but a Texaco would pop up quick. You know, you y'all remember it? It's just immediately. It was like a gas station war. You know, which one of these is going to survive and things like that. Most, if not all, of these companies they built their distribution first before they figured out their current business models. Go ahead, Phil. Amazon started by selling books. You probably can't get a better story than that one or a better example, because now you forget that books are on Amazon until you need one. <laughs> right, until you need one, because you get everything else from Amazon. And every country... Every, you can buy groceries on Amazon now. Yeah. Remember, and during the pandemic, me and Susan was making candles out of wax and spraying Clorox on boxes and stuff coming in. But the boxes kept coming in because Amazon had nothing to do with businesses being closed down. <laughs> they had nothing to do with the pandemic. <laughs> they were the savior of the pandemic. Amazon was the only thing keeping us any bit of... India's air cleared. Remember that? <laughs> Forget the city, like the air cleared. Venice, the the the, the water you can see through. <laughs> Go ahead. The earth wobbled less. The earth wobbled less, but Amazon kept going. That's insane. It's insane. Instagram is probably the best example. And I'm gonna tell you why. Actually, Instagram and WhatsApp are the best examples. I'm gonna tell you why. Mark Zuckerberg bought Instagram and it was three to four years later before Instagram started making money. Now remember, at the time, Mark Zuckerberg bought Instagram from a, for a record $1 billion. He bought WhatsApp for even more than that. I think it was like $10 billion or $100 billion, something crazy like that. But at the time he bought Instagram, it was $1 billion and that was a record at that time. But Facebook was doing ads, but how do you do ads on Instagram? There's no, right? It was pictures. 
There was no post. Ads were post. See, you, you're too far removed now, but they had to invent the new way ads. Well, it ain't new no more. It's old now. But the way you see ads on Instagram through pictures, that high quality, uh, them carousels and those pictures and the, the, the you know, the little, the, the, there was no reels. Remember, there was no reels. So how do you do, how do you do ads when there is no videos and there are no tech, there is no text. So they spent three years just perfecting the distribution of Instagram, getting more followers, making it more likable before they figured out how to put ads on Instagram. WhatsApp too. How do you, like, how do you give ads to somebody trying to make a phone call? You turn WhatsApp into more social. That's why WhatsApp is a social media. Is this making any sense? All right. So this is why I said don't be smart. Because I know I got my business model. I know. But I want to talk about how these billion-dollar business models are going. That's what I want to talk about. Because it makes sense. And why does it make sense, Grace? Because I'm not certain the business you built for February 1st is the one you should have. We about to find out. So I've been waiting on this topic. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. If anybody is right. excited about creating my business model, it's me. I don't know. Right. Well, you know, and all your love when I when I get to start it, she was like, <laughs> that's it. That's it. And all your love is when I give her her business model. But you know what? I know I don't have, have it. I, I What you said, even though I would have never articulated that way, I know for sure it is not going to be how I started. I know for sure because I don't know for sure exactly how I was really going to start. And that is my beautiful point. I want y'all to start and start building the distribution because what we're trained to do is we'll go, well, Phil and Antonio and, and Susan told me I need to make money. So I can't launch my business. That's a lie. Launch your business, collect that data, get those users. Stop worrying about customers and start getting users. So when you do figure out your business model, you're not starting from zero, you're starting at 100,000. Did you, good job. So let's do it again. There's a big difference between the way we do business and the way these billion dollar companies do business. Because if we did business like them, Renee, we would have a billion dollar company, wouldn't we? All right, then. And I'm telling you, Facebook didn't go, oh, it's 2005. Don't nobody know what no timeline is. We shouldn't do that. Nobody's going to pay for this. We shouldn't do that. That's not what Facebook did. Facebook did. Well, let's just get a bunch of people. What are we going to do? I'm going to figure it out. Let's just raise money. What are we raising money for? We're going to be big one day. <laughs> Think about it. Facebook was doing rounds and rounds of capital, no profit, paying people from investor money and salaries and had no idea that they were going to be the biggest ad company in the world. 
it's, it's crazy. It's insane when you think about it. And this is why I'm telling y'all, don't be smart on me. That's all I'm saying. So I want to start with Tracy and Adonia because they're going to be the hardest. And if I can get them, then I can convince y'all not to be smart right now. So I want to start with them. How do you create a business model for a speaker company? That's what, that's what we got to call it. We got to call it a speaker company because both Tracy and Adonia want to be on stages. Do you, you get it? And you might as well throw Jerome up in here because Jerome want to be on stages. Do, do you understand? He, he podcasts all he wants to. Put me on stage, though. Put me on stage. I got a good suit that I've been meaning to put on, you know. <laughs> all right, so we got Adonia, Jerome, and Tracy. So I say, what's your business model? And everybody's going to tell me the same doggone thing. Well, I'm going to sell merchandise. I'm going to sell my CDs. Right? Of course, we know it ain't CDs no more. You, you know, I'm going to sell the recording is what it's going to be. I'm going to sell the recording. So the, write, write this down for me, Grace. Recording, merchandise. Oh, somebody's going to be smart and say vendors, which I would never have in my event. But, you know, that's, that's y'all, though. Like, I would never take the prestige away from my event by having vendors. If I did, then that vendor better be Exxon Oil and Gas, Rothschild family to recruit y'all into their family. <laughs> Barack Obama and President Donald Trump. You know, those are my vendors. I would never just do regular vendors at all. Go ahead, Phil. I just want to make a suggestion that instead of speakers, I think they want to go out as experts. Experts, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm loving that suggestion. Experts, right? Experts on stage. Authorities, authorities, experts. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay. Let me put some respect on your name. That's R E S P E K. Respect. Okay. There we go. Merchandise, books, recordings. Ticket, uh, ticket money, you know, door money, whatever you want to call it, right? Just write it down as either one. Can anybody think of another way? I'm sure there is. Just let's go. Think of another well, way. I think, think about, another I, way. I think about going into businesses training. I'm literally wanting to uh, can training and consult. So I don't know how those would fall into place. Good. No, no, well, no, no, I left it out. It's corporate contracts is what I would say there. Phil? Well, training and consulting and books are all vehicles that you'd use to promote your expertise. Right. You have expertise and then you train, you coach, coach, speak, you, speak, you write, you write. That makes sense. You create online courses. You create online you create workbooks. Yeah. I'm um, if you if if your whistle is blowing like Adonia's, first time I ever said that, then I invite you to read the book What Got You Here Won't Get You There by Marshall Goldsmith. Because he's a speaker that does corporate training and contracts. 
but not just that. He literally shows you his company, how he fixes companies, and he 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 got like questionnaires and things that he asks, and they they part of the chapter and stuff. So genuinely, after I read that book, I started ATS back in 2014 he's on my bookshelf so i might want to get it down out of all those hundreds of books i have <laughs> and actually read it what you think i'm thinking that might be. But I think the weekend. <laughs> yeah somebody sent me a video this morning i'm gonna show y'all <laughs> this is adelia yeah this is adelia this is grace hello <laughs> oh, they see me this video this morning i just about died laughing it was a preacher as a preacher, so he is about th theology for him. But I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all just uh, uh, Grace. It may not be theology for you. You understand? <laughs> it may be something. Oh, that's what I reply. Maybe something else for you. Here we go. This is what the dog is here. Me organizing the theology books I still haven't read, and I don't know if y'all can see. <laughs> all I'm so sad about it. It, it. I should take a picture. I swear I should. Only thing is, mine are vertical and that's horizontal. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was too funny. I thought that was too funny. Yeah, I'm posting that link out there for y'all. Thought that was too funny. Yeah, that's that's Grace Bookshelf. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm gonna get to them though. I'm gonna get to them. <laughs> The the workout materials not great, so you just lift them up now at this point. <laughs> That's why you buy evergreen books and things like that. That's why you buy evergreen books. Phil brought up a very good point about the contracts and uh, consulting and the books that vehicles to do that stuff. Can anybody think of anything else? Because I'm about to blow this out the water. I don't. I'm, what is what is this category again? I'm gonna put it in the notes. How. This is the business models of experts, authorities, or speakers. Uh, this is the business model. When you get on stage, sell from the stage, let's go, let's do sell from the stage. I count that differently than anything else we said. Sell from the stage is a different category to me, probably because I'm so good at it. But this is very, okay, we feel agreed. It's a very different category. Very different category. It's probably the most lucrative of those categories, for sure. Let's sell from the stage. Would be that one. Okay, that's that. Yes, sir. But it's something you, something you got to be very good at to pull off. Oh yeah. Reasons. Absolutely, absolutely. And you got to have. You got to be good at it of lots of reasons and lots of layers. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Melissa. You look good this morning. Oh, thank you. Uh, where do we put the Triunium Cafe at? Where does that fall into? No. So hold that because okay. you're on my energy right now because that's the different business models. You're, that's why I'm I'm trying to exhaust us of this regular stuff. So good. As soon as I open up, can we think of something different? I want you to say Triangle Cafe first because that's brilliant. Especially, okay, I'm going to go back and multitask again. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, Phil. <laughs> merchandise. Yep, merchandise. Humor consultant. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so here, here are the 12 ways entrepreneur.com. So, mm -hmm. 
Okay, so entrepreneur.com says here are 12 ways speakers can make money. Selling books, earning speaking fees, selling tickets to events, running workshops and retreats, newsletters and other subscriptions. They're crazy if they think you're going to pay for those. Uh, memberships, uh, writing fees, and commissions and introductory fees. So those are 12. Uh, most of these are conventional. Some of these have potential to do uh, like to have a twist and be done in a new way but most of these are the conventional ways that you're uh covering right now in front of you. yeah yeah i'm trying yeah, moving them all out the way good so if you just join us this is what because i know some of y'all just got in we're talking about business models and the first thing i said before i tell everybody what we're talking about i said i need all you smart people not to be smart today because as soon as i and i've defined smart people high performers who already been there, got your stuff together. Because as soon as I said business model, drawing you, I'm like, ah, I got that already. This is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to increase it, and I don't want you to do that. <laughs> I don't want you to do that. Okay, I don't want you to do that because I'm concerned with your business model, and I want it to shift and, and mutate and become hybrid. And I want you to think of things that you have not thought of yet. And then I used Instagram and all the, the billionaire companies. And, and, you know, I used them as examples that Facebook bought Instagram and then came up with their business model four years later because there was no reels. And there was no way to put ads on pictures. How do you put ads on a user's picture without going into that user's phone? So they had to invent a new way of running ads, which now it's old. But if you think about how ads are done today, Facebook made up that, that newness, that, that newness it is with the adoption of Instagram. And I'm trying to show you that Netflix didn't use their business model of streaming until 2012 but they were in business for four to six years, building their distribution. Build distribution first. So, yes, sir. And, mm -hmm. So there's this crazy thing about uh, Netflix, uh, of course, from the book that you suggested, it was mm -hmm. like, the idea even wasn't clear. They just knew that whatever it was, they wanted it to be a subscription and a delivery thing. But Aside from that, I was thinking, because now I think in terms of congregations, uh, because of uh, working with you, Netflix, you know, they did an amazing thing where, you know, network TV was canceling shows season after season. Yep. Okay. It was like, oh, first season of this show was like, we just had 100,000 people and that's not good enough for advertisers for primetime, you know, screw it. Shut the whole show down. Netflix was like 100,000 people? that's great. We're going to renew this thing. We're going to buy the license for it. And so Netflix saved a bunch of different shows, man. And he, uh, they revived so many shows that were uh, canceled by network TV. And that got them their like initial core customers. And that's the perfect, like, according to Antonio Soriam's streaming formula, you know, go to a congregation that is too small for the big guys to care about. That is literally what Netflix did. It was like, oh, 100,000 people, 10,000 people watch this show. We're going to make a, a whole season for it and we're going to give it closure. 
So what they did was they didn't go too long with those shows. They knew those shows weren't working, but they did at least one or two seasons to bring closure to those stories. And now guess what? Once you finish that, if you like that, we're automatically going to play the next season that is uh, of a different show that's closed. And now you're hooked on Netflix. <laughs> that's a great explanation. You're right. <laughs> that was spot on. That was spot on. That's exactly what happened. That's how he's explaining how Netflix built their distribution. What's the business model? Let's figure it out. But if we got a million something folk, if we got 10 million folk, whatever we figure out is going to be good. And this is what I'm trying to get y'all to do. So before I bring up the marketing, we're probably going to stay on business model. I know today and then maybe Monday through Friday because it's important. And I'm just not convinced your business model is good enough for you. I'm just going to keep it real with you. I'm just not convinced that it is. Now, Melissa, uh, unmultitask for a brief second and, and tell them about the, the cafe. Okay, so the Triennium Cafe is a bookstore and cafe. We already have the coffee. It's not white labeled. This is actually custom brewed cultured coffee. So it has its own product. I wanted everyone to understand the difference between white label and art coffee. <laughs> but it has a product, so it's books, mm -hmm. magazines, coffee, pastries. So where does what you're doing today fit into that? Oh, yeah. Well, that's your, you're taking me too fast. I won't say it out loud, but I want Assembly of Wanderers to have that, and I'll explain why. Some of the greatest marketers in the world belong to mega churches. They have some of the greatest ideas and they have some of the greatest marketers on the planet because how do you make fresh something that happened 2,000 years ago? It's a really, really disruptive modeling that it got going on there. Hey, let's take this thing for 2,000 years. Oh, yeah, I heard about that already. I know they all have. Can we make it new? You can't make it new. You can't change anything. Yes, I can. Watch this. That's the mega church. It's awesome. And I went and I thought one day and I went into a mega church one day and they had a cafe in the middle of the church. Like, you know, you go to the mall and there's a food court. Well, it was this cafe and the cafe then had these lounges and chairs that you can just sit around and fellowship. And what do all of y'all do after church? Fellowship. And what, you know, hey, yeah, come on, come on. That makes a whole lot of sense because sometimes people's only friends are at church. Mm -hmm. You said something now. And, and, that, and that's outside of just church. That's all religions. And Absolutely. yeah, and because of that, the only time they really, because of scheduling, the only time they really get to see their friends are at church. So, and, and then after church, everyone goes their separate ways. They go eat dinner and they go to sleep. But there's some people who, after they leave church, they're literally miserable because they have nothing else to do. They don't have, their their friends are gone with their families. So to create, but, and you're actually, it's, and it's more than just that. It's like you said, it's the fellowship. So to put a cafe in the middle of the church, the, the, the church, foyer is basically saying hey look 
we know you hungry. So after services, just you and your friend grab a coffee, grab a pastry or grab a coffee and a sandwich or a salad. And y'all sit here and fellowship and eat. And you, you don't have to worry about worrying about the hustle and bustle of whatever else is going on. You can sit right here in the comfort of church where you found each other and just be friends. Now, keep that idea. You're spot on. And think about me. I'm trying to have Jews and Muslims and Christians laugh and joke. And how do you do that? By creating a safe place. And you put, I mean, you put food in the chair. That's it. It don't take much. <laughs> you put food in some chairs down. Focus, start talking. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. There are churches in South Florida where that cafe has turned into a full-time restaurant. See? See? I've seen it. Literally, I've it seen it. a full-time restaurant. See? See? So there you go. That's why I would put that because Assembly of Wanderers has a building. It has to, you know, it has that that vibe to it. And that's important. And if not only does it fit, but then you now from a mon money standpoint, you, 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 you're talking about a few things. Deanna is way more right than what she is even knowing here because Jerome only friends are at church because Jerome's in small groups you know and then so he goes to church and then he goes back on Monday for a Bible study and then he goes back for a prayer group you know and you know the pandemic kind of messed it up you know you got a call now but you do all that stuff so now what happens is it's no longer about my only friends are at church it's that church or this, 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 let's take it out of church, this, this establishment, this assembly is the best way to make friends. It's so lubricated with fellowship. If I just get inside this assembly system, I'll meet new friends, may even meet my wife. That's, that's that, you know, that's that, that beauty that we're talking about and that that has nothing to do with just church that could be anything so there you go but that's, that's a great business model somebody should write that down if you're doing something with a brick and mortar anything maybe having a cafe is a good business model it really really would be it really really would be all right here's another way for you experts you authoritizers to make your money you are streaming, aren't you? What if your platform was like this? It's, it'd be better. And you had a bunch of experts. And maybe you had breakout sessions. Oh, now what you do is you have little segments to where people can pay a penny, 10 cents to ask questions it's a bunch of them you build you this is this is assuming you build distribution of like 400 people so you got 400 people at your event and they at any time can ask questions watch this here you have people like Grace, Deanna, Antonio, you have them 
running extra cameras. And then you have the camera crew running cameras. And then at your event, the, the extra camera people are picking out, the extra camera people are picking out people and doing this little small interviews. It's real quick. Hey, how do you think about it? And all that's there. And so now you got the main feed and then you got this other feed to where you can see the interaction of people saying, oh my God, that was really good. What Les Brown just said, blah, blah, blah. And then there's this section to where millions of people can ask a question for 10 cents. Now, those online audience people are now engaged. And now they have their own question answered because they can ask their own question. And you have this team of people typing back answers or video answering their questions. Calculator, please, Grace. 10 cents. So somebody go, well, I'm at least $10. I mean, a dollar worth of questions. That's 10 questions. Uh-huh, Grace. Million people all spent $1. We don't need it. I just want you to do it for dramatic purposes. Mm-hmm. How much is that? A million dollars. Now, when the last time y'all made a million dollars off questions or your recording? Stop Never. it, Grace. Stop it, Grace. Stop it. Now you go, that's impossible, Antonio. That's the future. No, it ain't. Phil and Susan personally saw me do it in 2017 or 18 with Les Brown. Somehow we got, that's why all them TV people were there. Somehow I got messed up. That's okay. And I'm still owed $34 million, just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. Okay. God dog it. It's real. It can actually happen. That is when you think outside the box. That's a business model. And that's a business model, Adonia, that you can do with 400 people in attendance. Easy. So what do you do? So what did I do? I was like, hey, that's why it was. Mm-hmm. I've said it in my head, Jerome, so we can get off. Okay. But that's why it was a bunch of other famous people there. And a bunch of that's why VT Lightspeed was there. I don't know if y'all that's why. Because it was like, come check out what me and Serena just built. Because we'll do it at y'all event too for Grant Cardone and for this and for that and for that. I kid you not. I kid you not. Beauty in the pie. It was all good. So the idea, my friends, is real simple. That's a business model. Is it the only one I can think of right now? No. But imagine, Grace, doing an event. And every time you did an event, you got a million dollars off the film. Now what business are you in? I bet you ain't in seminars no more. You got you a whole, you got, it's one of two things. You got a tour company or a media company. You, one of those, <laughs> you look more like Tony Robbins than you do. Like if you're making a million dollars off a million people asking questions, 
First off, you're only targeting people with million with million followers. That's number one. Now, Tracy Antonio can't even be your client. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Tracy. When when you when you get as big as Tony Robbins, then you you can come and use us. Think about it. Then on top of that, you start saying, well, we need a big production. That stage needs to be better. If a million people are looking at you, right? So you got the whole WWE pyro stuff coming out, you know. People got theme music when they come out now, you know. Dude in a suit going, that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You get you get my point though, right? You know what I'm saying? Pyro techniques is all happening and stuff because you're trying to entice people to ask questions. Now, most of your staff or a big chunk of your staff is empathetic, intelligent people who can answer questions. So now you start hiring differently. You don't just have experts on stage. The real experts are the ones answering those questions. Because I can assure you, that if you give me 20% or whatever you make answering these questions, I don't even need to get on stage. Got you. I make $200,000 sitting down. I answer all these questions. Are y'all getting my, my point, my picture? All right. I need somebody Deal. to come up. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I need somebody. Ain't no take backs. No, nah, no take backs. That's what it is. That's what it is. Now it's 2017, 2018. It's still gonna now. Now it's easy to do it now. It's easy to do it now because everybody got software now. It's easy to do it now. Go ahead, Phil. Well, that's what happened at the Les Brown event. Susan was smart enough and paying attention enough. She recognized something in law, mm-hmm. so she mm-hmm. put me aside and she said, "This guy's really interesting. Let's sit down with him." So we sat down with Law. That's how we met Law, and just answered a bunch of his questions. See, that's a whole business model in itself but you need an empathetic, smart person. You, it's, it's so hard to find empathetic people who are also thinkers, who are also doers. That's so hard. That's a very rare combination. To be a thinker and a doer is already rare, but then to have empathy, ah, oh, Jesus. That's, a, that's, that's just hard. That's just difficult. That's just difficult. Adonia? What ideas did I just give you? Several. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm already gonna be late because I'm actually writing notes, to, which don't make no sense. But they've <laughs> had me for twelve hours for a couple of days these lately, so whatever. Anyway, yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. ooh, if you knew, ooh, the, I do have a question, but I yeah, I have two. I might even talk to Tracy to speak on one of them. But anyway, here's the thing: um, when you talked about. I love the, the, oh, I have some ideas, the answer typing session, but I'm curious, like, oh, maybe it would be an app. They Uh get their answers. I I think I answered a question. You did. I think that could work. Something like, I was trying to figure out how would the person that asked the question receive their answer? Like, would they might walk around and like, where would they, they run to the back, get the answer and then come back out. But no, they can get it on their phone. It would have to be, it would have to be an app and it would have to be on their phone. And all you need to do is just have somebody who can design it. 
And you can get that from Fiverr.com at this point and develop your own app. All you need are these things. You might want to write this down. <laughs> you need storage, obviously, because that's what's going to be most of your cost cloud space, storage. Why? Because the video is going to need to be held somewhere. Me personally, I use Wasabi. It's the cheapest out there, W-A-S-A-B-I. They charge you by the terabyte. That is it. They only charge you what you're using. Wasabi. So you're going to need a you're going to need your app API that just means communicating with some sort of cloud. That's the hardest part. The rest is easy. What you're going to need is a partitioning or a separating of the main feed. You call these breakout rooms. So you're going to need one main feed and you get to choose between breakout rooms. Keep in mind that your user would be on a screen and the screen most of your users will be on a screen this big or a computer screen of some sort so you want to do four breakout rooms and now you got to decide how you want them laid out are they vertically on the side are they horizontally under the screen or something else but you also want those breakout rooms to be seamlessly integrated in the main feed, I'll explain. It's, you don't want them linked to a different place because no one's gonna ask a question and lose the feed. That's not why I'm asking questions. I'm still trying to watch Phil rip up a teddy bear. So why would I ask a question and miss Phil rip up a teddy bear? I want to multitask like Melissa's doing right now. You get it? She's right now. She's multitasking. Listen, she's hearing every word I'm saying while typing. That's exactly what I want my app to do. I want it to let me keep my eyes on less round. And I want it to let me hurry up and answer this question too. And a partition to some sort of breakout room type of thing. You're going to need maybe three types of chat a global chat to where your user can chat with everybody, all 4 million people watching, a global chat. You see this when you watch a live YouTube video and you can see all the, the comments going real fast. So you watch a live Facebook video, you see it, those comments, that's a global chat. That means not global as in universe but or earth, but global as in this server, this instance, I have reached to everybody on this instance. Then you're going to need what I would say a local chat. That's where you, they, you move them to the question area. And maybe it's only 16 people that have a question in this subject. And I want those 16 people separated. The camera's still going to be, the fees are going to be there, but their questions will be modified differently to where they go to a different room. And it's just their questionnaire, their 16 questionnaire. And then maybe if you're fancy, you want an organized, uh, let's say a custom chat is what I would call that. 
So essentially you have three apps in one. You have a video app, then you have a real deal chat, like Discord or, or Slack, Messenger, something like that. And then you have, let's see, that breakout. Well, no, no, you only have two apps. That's basically what you have. You have two apps. Yeah, you have two apps because the breakout sessions would still be part of the video. Now, you don't have to understand the damn thing I just said. Just record it, send it to somebody on Fiverr. <laughs> there you go. There you go. No there reason. You go. Yeah. No. Don't worry. I didn't understand it. I heard it and I, and I wrote it, but I, yeah, I don't chat rooms and breakout rooms and wasabi and all. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll figure it out you, you, with you, your help. There you go. There you go. It, it, I could build that myself, but think about it. Now you're launching. So when Adonia and Tracy and Jerome launch, are they experts? No. You Phil got to come up with a new word now because expert ain't good enough. You are, I don't know what you are. <laughs> I'm not sure what you are. When you have a platform to where people can pay. Uh, oh, I, I left out one part of your, I left out one major part of your questions. You need a paywall. I mean, of your, 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 your app, you need a paywall. So when they get partitioned to the custom channel on that global chat, they need to opt into this paywall. And that paywall is going to have very little information. They're going to put their credit card in one time and then just charge their card every time they ask a question. That's easy. That's, that's easy. That's it's just a paywall. It's all, it's all it's called. Just a paywall. Now, back to what I was getting ready to say. So now you're sitting here, an expert ain't good enough because you're no longer an expert because the experts are begging for your app now. Can you make me one like that? So when experts are now begging to be like a donut, then you're not an expert no more. You, you're the expert's expert. You're something else. Because what you have is a glorified pay-per-view. You the guru. There you go, the guru. What you just built is pay-per-view, real talk. That's exactly what you built. And the bigger your distribution, the bigger your pay-per-view. And then you'll be like, like uh, YouTube boxer, why is this Jake and Logan? Um, Paul. Paul. Now, when you control the 20 million people, you better than Showtime Boxing. You got more people than CNN. You got more people than Fox News. When Fox News can't get people to pay and ask questions, but you can. Y'all welcome. I know I just knocked the meat off of that. Ibrahim right now came up with five ideas. <laughs> but I said the speaker's going to be the hardest. Now, let's open up for some feedback. Grace, do you have ideas? And we know the answer. I know the answer. Go ahead and tell them the answer. No. No. Do you ever have ideas? No. Do you even like ideas? No. So if Grace has at least one new idea, we did something great here. Grace, think about everything. No, no pressure. Think about everything I said. The pressure's on me. Think about everything I said. You're a venture capitalist now. You have no idea what your business model is going to be. You just know you need to collect money. 
give me an Antonio idea of some something I just said that you could do. This is a good question, Deanna. That's okay. Have Deanna help out. Deanna, help out. <laughs> Anybody help out? What can okay. what can a venture capitalist do? Okay, because as you was talking, I, my brain was like, "How does this apply to me?" Because I don't know. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I can think of a thousand ways it applies. Go ahead, Adolia. Not, not small because she she my little sister girl she um her teacher in her is i think gonna push her forward because she, she knows how to process information so i'm thinking there are people that at different levels of even what venture capitalism is so just just that build um i don't know not product build services around Keep, you know, it's, it all starts with money, you know, how to manage the money. And then you're building services on uh, getting the lending process. And then you're building services on. So it's something pertaining to her venture capitalism. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's an app necessarily, but I'm thinking from the standpoint of these chats that you're talking about, start having conversations around money to educate people, to get them to the point where now they're talking about, well, I think I need to borrow some money, you know, lead them through yep. a, a funnel type of a thing. Um, to get them to actually becoming a customer, if that makes sense. It, it does doesn't make really sense. No, it makes good sense. I got I already got ideas. I'm not going to say nothing just yet. Go ahead, Ibrahim. So uh, in terms of VC, you know, AngelList is an incredible example of uh, making money, but this is an idea that already exists. We're looking for new ideas. But AngelList made money not because they went the traditional route but because they acted as the distribution for angels contacts so so they played the distributor right. for the angels contact information that's right and they got the angels on board so uh, that's just one way but again just think how could you make money from the perspective of a distributor how could you Get out of your shoes that you've just assumed, because that's what Antonio did with the speakers. He mentioned all the conventional ways so you would get out of that mindset, and then he reapproached it from the perspective of a distributor. You know, when you have the app, you're not the speaker. You have the app. You could be the speaker as well, but he pulled you out of the speaker role and then rethought the whole thing from the perspective of a distributor. So, Grace, do that. Get out of the shoes of the venture capitalist and think of a distributor servicing the venture capitalist market. Please. How would you make money? Did y'all hear him? That wasn't just for Grace. He said exactly what I needed him to say, what I couldn't say myself. Exhaust these options. Exhaust these options. Because Grace, you're just thinking about VC. Don't think that way. I done already came up with some stuff with the same idea. Like, don't think that way. Exhaust those options, and then Ibrahim says something. We're looking for new ideas. We are, but let's redefine that. But I don't. It don't need to be some new idea. It's just a new way to do an old thing that makes it disruptive now. So you don't have to necessarily come up with something as unique as I did. But can you do an old thing a new way? Because once you do that, all them one and two star reviews come to you now.
That's called a disruptive model. Go ahead, Diana, and then I will expose what's in my little head here. Okay, more black women start businesses than anybody on the planet and go to school. Than anybody. One of the things that we miss sometimes being a black woman who started a business is knowing how to start that business knowing that venture capitalists are available knowing how to get those five star ratings understanding the importance of those ratings how to move in how to move into a place where when we launch we can already start making money I don't even know what a venture capitalist is. You being a teacher naturally moving into your position. Oh, you're you're a teacher. So maybe offering, you can utilize your teaching to educate people. And then like Adonia said, and then, you know, I'm you may talk me into finding a venture capitalist. But if you educate me and tell me this is for me, like black woman starting a business, kind of hard. Let me help you. This yeah, hold, let, 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 let me let me jump in there real real quick. Hold on, you finish up right back in there. I, the first thing I said was, "Hey, smart people, I need y'all not to be smart." Remember that? And Grace, I called your name. If I didn't, I, I should have, because you so smart and how you not smart. So I'm going to need you not to be smart and how you not smart. Because it's the same energy. I need y'all to clear your heads, exhaust these reasonings, clear your heads, exhaust the reasonings, because it's not about knowing something. The only way we come up with these great ideas is because I'm saying the dumbest thing possible. Like, I'm going in my head going, now what dumb thing can I think of? Because remember, he'll tell you all the time, all great truths start off as blasphemies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead, Deanna. Pick back up. Um, oh, Okay. Antonio. Y- yes, sir. So you first, uh, with Facebook, you said what came first was the audience, was the community. So I would ask Grace the question of, if you had a thousand of any people following you, how what kind of people would you need in VC? Thousands of these people. What kind, what group, what category, what profession, what type of people would you need a thousand of in VC to make money? So, so what would that group be? Would those be other VCs? Would th- those be high net worth individuals? What would those be startup uh, owners or would those be both what would be a thousand people community that if they were to bet on you or to just listen to you you could make money in vc what would that community or group be because once you have that group then the idea will come that's right because that's that's how it happened with zuckerberg as well yeah but I think Deanna, Deanna helped her maybe do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Women entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. that that 
in itself, I could connect you to a whole bunch of associations and, and different groups that have free videos and free training that can maybe give you some spark you some ideas. But that group right now, especially since pandemic is huge, it's growing exponentially. So that may be a, a beginning. And even if it, she can start there and it may go somewhere else, but at least it might give her some ideas. Absolutely. So we're going to merge both. Of, hold on, I'm mute my real quick, Diana. Let me, let's do this again. Because I see it happening to Grace. I'm looking at it and y'all hide behind Grace. My first thing I said was don't be smart. And what y'all are doing is you, I need you to be a clean slate because there hasn't been one bad thing said on this call. Not one. I don't even know if I cuss. And I cuss all the time. If I ain't cussed, then you're really doing a good job. Okay, so let's just let's just hold our heads real quick. So if you feel any type of way about your business, it's because you didn't clean slate yourself. If you feel any type of, ooh, that's right, I got to hide behind grace. You didn't clean slate yourself. I can't talk to a full cup. I know your business models suck. I genuinely said at minute one, your business models suck and I don't have no faith in it. But I gave you my bias up front. So I need you to relax. Grace, I'm going to have Deanna talk again, but here we go. Grace, I'm going to merge Deanna and I'm going to merge Abraham together. Watch how just merging them together makes sense. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> watch it, watch this here. Ibrahim said, Grace, just collect people first. Deanna said, Grace, let's start with women or a people group first, because that may be your answer. Let's do them both at the same time. You Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Grace, forget software. Grace just say, email me, your, pitch me your business. GraceSandals at gmail.com. No, not even a professional email, at gmail. You know, some GSandals at gmail.com. Pitch me your business. I'm open. I'm looking for business. Pitch them. And then she goes, 
to get first look and other benefits, pay $10 to have millionaires, billionaires, whatever, look at your business. Now, or to get looked at first, now you made $10. Let's, let's put some more weight on it. You say, piss me your business. I'm going to respond, well, I'm going to look at every business guaranteed. There's no pay to play. However, I can't respond to everybody. Uh-oh. Now watch me. I can't respond to everybody. But if you would like a detailed response of how your pitch could have been better, uh-huh, look at it, look at the other face. If you like a detailed response of how your pitch could have been better, I'll send you feedback in red of how you can work on your pitch for the next investor. $10. Go ahead, Diana. I got you. I got you. A lot of companies allow you to create a profile, put up your picture, put up your information, put up all this information. And then they start sending you emails of people that are looking for people just like you. Mm-hmm. But in order for you to access to apply for those positions, you have to pay a membership fee. That's what Ibrahim was talking about. Connecting people to. That's what he was talking about. Keep going. Because all casting does it and does it wonderfully. You can set up your profile. You can put in everything. You can put in your pictures. And it'll say, hey, Revlon's looking for someone just like you. This pays $2,000. Um, this movie is looking for someone just like you. The position pays this. This movie is this. And when you click it, it say it takes you to a membership page where you get to choose mm-hmm. which level of membership you want so you can gain access to all of those casting calls. Mm-hmm. So as a venture capitalist, you allow people with ideas, with businesses to create to create exactly to create an account to create a profile on your website to put in all to put in certain information about their idea or their business or their product to put a picture of them who they are what this is and then you just have investors you just monthly or weekly you send investors or every time someone signs up if they sign up within the category of that particular investor, that investor gets a notification, just like realtor.com. Every time a price drop, you get a notification. Every time a new house is added, you get a notification. So the 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 investors get a notification every so what time. What you're saying is Grace is a venture capitalist who started the LinkedIn of other venture capitalists. There you go. So so Diana, that's a brilliant idea. The thing is, it it already exists, but it is the right energy. And I, I think just hearing that has given me another idea. And that is a Canva for pitching. So if you have an idea, it's like a generator where you just type in questions and just like you know, chat GPT, it spits out a pitch and it puts it in a deck that looks professional. 
So again, both of us are thinking services. Same, yeah. Of course, Canva already exists and uh, platforms like AngelList already exist. But so, so if it is combined, if it's this thing, which first you can just for free, you can turn your thing into a pitch deck, but to download it, you got to pay money or you build a profile and that thing goes on there. But to respond to the messages that you get or to pitch to investors, you got to pay money. Both of those could be the thing. But uh, notice one thing, Grace is not doing anything. That is what happens once you have ownership of a distribution company. So she's not personally doing anything and she's anything. money. Anything. So let's let's try this one more again. Everybody's right. And he's right. All right, this has been done before, John. What so then since it's been done before, Grace, you can still do it. You just gotta do it now. A little niche. You do link. I'm a venture capitalist, starting LinkedIn for venture capital for black women, for gay women, for transgenders. For Muslims. Just like in Sorry. For Christians only. It's just like in Sorry Street. You just niche it. But I just sent the link out there. There's your pricing. Easy. That's a better business model. And Ibrahim said the sexiest thing to me, and you ain't even working. I like that. You just connecting the people who want the money with the the money. See, you already got you. You already look. Employee number one. <laughs> Brenda can't wait to go shopping. She's looking forward to it. You understand? Yeah. That's, that's some great feedback. Feedback. Give me the feedback you want to give me. Then I'm going to ask you a question that's going to get through your representative. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, well, at least I warned you first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you all for all of those because I had none of that. Um, and I, man, okay. Every, everything y'all said was was real good. Of course, I'm nervous as hell. At the same time, that's that's that ain't the representative, okay? That's so let me <laughs> let, let me go ahead and ask my little question, little little, little quick, and then we we get to, we'll reverse the order. Grace, I, I want you. Well, no, of course, of course you do. But Grace, let's rewind back an hour and four minutes. Mm-hmm. And I want you to talk to an hour and four minutes ago, you. Mm-hmm. You just got plenty of ideas now. Mm-hmm. What would you tell on this side of it now? What would you tell hour and four minutes ago, you? What advice would you give her? Um, don't. Keep it real with me now. Don't give me what. Don't. I don't want the. I don't want the Hollywood answer. <laughs> what would I tell the hour and four minutes ago me now always stay open because even, even if you don't have ideas somebody gonna have an idea on there that's what you go to Deanna for anyway she know you ain't gonna have no ideas Antonio know you ain't gonna have no ideas so <laughs> just wait sit back <laughs> and wait for him <laughs> and then when you get him ask hey help me with this because you know hey hey <laughs> great idea tell me what how this look what does do what to do with that you know go re- do i need to research this okay great yeah 
Now, which one of you nervous people did Grace just help with your hiding selves? Mm-hmm. You made Shelly cut her whole camera on. <laughs> you know she just got off of work. I just, I just want to put out there. If y'all get to, if you get to a stuck point and you like, man, I can't figure this out. Text me first. Cause there's no telling what I'm in the middle of doing and say, Hey D I'm stuck. Need a moment. I will either call you at that moment or I'll say, give me some time or depending on my schedule, I'd be like, okay can you email it to me or like text it to me and i but if you get stuck i don't mind helping i my that's what my brain does okay, okay. she's a nice one i don't know which one of phil and susan is me but take what she said that was beautiful not take what i said too if your ass ain't stuck see i done made me cuss now you ain't doing nothing you're not doing nothing worth nothing. You're supposed to be stuck. You stuck because you're taking your little ignorant self somewhere you ain't been yet. That's why you're stuck. That's the whole reason you're stuck. You stuck because you said, I want to be something great. And you ain't great. You're stuck because you're walking to greatness. That road has not been paved in your life. Learn how to be comfortable being stuck. That's the difference. That is the difference. Get comfortable losing. Get excited about failing. That's what's going to get you in the top 1%. I fail every day and nobody says, but they tell her you fail because y'all don't remember. But every day I fail more than I win. And nobody remembers that shit. Nobody. Please, for the love of God, stop being so smart. Okay, Deanna, go ahead and koala this thing back up. You say something sweet. Put some roses back on it. It's okay if you get stuck. There you go. See that? It works so well. It is a part of the process. You're supposed to enjoy the stuck spot. It's just, it's just a plateau in you on your route to the top of the mountain if you've read peaks and valleys a bunch of marshmallows on that she did good <laughs> so oh. it's okay <laughs> oh but you only get okay let's get you second grace whoever okay. that was first go it, ahead I, I think that was miss brenda okay go ahead brenda you got yourself muted Ms. Brenda? Okay, I, oh, there you go. Go wait, ahead. We got you. We got you. We got you. Okay. No, wait. I, now we got I you. Only, I not only get stuck, but I get kind of afraid to get started. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. What is going Thank on? I, I don't Thank know you. this. Thank and you. then you keep using that excuse. You're never going anywhere because you're afraid to step out. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? You're afraid to step out. But just like with my business, I'm, I'm, you know, ideas been coming. I've been writing them down, so I'm not stuck as I was. Thank you. But oh, I get a little stuck and I get a little scared. 
But I'm glad Deanna say just when you get stuck, just text her and she will help you out. And I That's appreciate right. it. Brenda? Yes. Have you done the Marcus Buckingham standout assessment? No. Okay. I was trying to find that on my phone because I know you had gave me the information, but you know, it's so much stuff going on and putting on my phone that I couldn't find it. And I was like, Do you have a pencil and piece of paper now? Huh? Do you have a piece of paper and a pencil now? Yes, I do. Okay, it's M A R C U S. M A R T E S? No, M A R. As in Robert. Yeah, C U S. Oh, C U S. Uh huh. B U C K. Okay. I N G. Okay. H A M. Oh, Beckingham. Buckingham. Buck. Oh, so it's B U C? Correct. Oh, I put B E. Okay, B U C. Buckingham. Okay. Dot com. I texted it to you, Ms. Brenda. Okay, dot com. Okay. Yeah, do that. I I, I got it though. Marcus Buckingham dot com. Okay, we'll do that. I will get that done because I was looking for it and I could not find it. And I said, I know Phil gave it to me, but I don't remember where it was. And you know, and days and days go by and it gets further and further in my phone and I couldn't find it when I was looking for it, but I got it written down on a piece of paper now, so I'm good. Thank you, Phil, I appreciate you. Most excellent, good. Good, and you can verify his deal. That's why I had you ask that answer that question, Grace. So who who behind? I wrote second half. Who who behind? Hide behind Grace. And I'm glad, thankful, Miss Brenda says something. Because like attracts like. There's no way in the world that here in a community, one of us is in trouble. If one of us is in trouble, all of us is in trouble. It's just the way this thing works. Conversely, if one of us got it, all of us got it. That's how it works. That's how it works. So I need y'all to calm down. Okay? That's the problem. Calm down, Antonio. Because the answers are always revealing themselves to you. But as Grace wisely said, since you're not open, we go right past you every day. God, why you didn't give it to me? I did like every 30 minutes. Oh, I was closed. I know. I know my child. I know. <laughs> That's why I kept sending it every 30 minutes. I was hoping you open up one day. But there you go. Easy. That's two rock solid examples that took us through a maze of innovation. And that's perfect. It was two different industries. Doesn't make sense. Did Grace stay a venture capitalist? Sure. Did her business model change her into a social media? Yes. Yes. Yes, it did. That's a social media. You don't have to call it one, but that is a social media. It is what it is. Go ahead, Phil. 
Abraham mentioned it earlier. Are you familiar with the concept of angel investors? Because that's really yeah. what you're, yeah, yes, okay. That's really what you're positioning yourself as, as an angel investor. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Not okay. And if you can connect people, you know, let me give me an example. I've been working on the scholarship foundation for a long time. And I know people like my, my, my scholarship foundation is for the Adonias and the Dianas, Melissa's. Like Grace couldn't get my scholarship. Well, maybe now, but see, Grace went to school at 18, right? You went to college at 18? Yeah. Yes, sir. I don't, my scholarship start off at 27 years old. There's some, right, there's some waivers that, you know, you can, you know, you can, you can get some waivers like, hey, well, I'm 26, but this, because I want my scholarships to go to people who just figured out, damn, I need to go to school, because like, I didn't go to school until I was 30. <laughs> I didn't go to school until I went to the Army. I went to the Army. I didn't go to school until I was 30. So I want to start school off for people that's 27. And then had a baby or two. Now they getting divorced, or maybe life ain't bad. They just figured out, I just I didn't get it at eighteen like Grace did. It took me a little longer. Do we got it? Took me a little longer, folks up in here. Is it? Oh, okay, all right. It took me a little longer. I didn't get it right the first time. I, I I needed to be thirty to get my stuff together. All right. So my scholarship minimum age is 27 and then it goes up and I'm only looking for people that are starting their lives back over. Like Tempest was 32, Swiss careers. That's what I'm looking for. And that's what I want scholarships for, for people like that. Is that good? Probably not. It's good for me. It fits me. But when I start marketing in Grace, it's going to catch like wildflower because it's niche. You get it? I'm an angel investor just giving out scholarships. You know, I'm not an angel investor. I'm just trying to ride, feel, same energy. Just that idea of if you can connect something traditional and find a new way to do it, like I'm only giving scholarships to people over 30. There is a market for that. There really is. It really, really, really is. And it's powerful when you, it's not going to happen unless you get off your ass and do your dream. And we just keep it real with you. Until y'all show me how good God is to you, somebody 30 ain't going back to school because you failed and you was nervous on a Zoom call. Go ahead. Go ahead, Phil. I'm a big Jeopardy fan. And last night they had Celebrity Jeopardy. And the celebrities donate their winnings to a charity. And there was a charity last night that just blew me away what it was. It's a charity that finds low-income people's children that have a propensity towards sports and gets them the equipment they need to see how good that potential is. But it does it in a way that they, it's not a charity. The family is getting the equipment for some reason they, 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 they create. So it's not like the family's getting charity, but they're getting the equipment to help them in the sport that they may be, be able to rise in. 
which I went, what a neat idea. Yeah, I, mean, I said, well, how cool. So, I mean, that's, there's so many options out there that I had never thought of anything like that, but that, that's what this one charity was. So that just gives you an idea of the potential that's out there. If you just kind of keep, keep digging at it and keep working at it and keep thinking and say, how can I provide more value? That, that, I, I agree. That was, that was heart touching. Look, I don't, I don't want to give you no more. I don't want to, we're going to Monday, we're going to stay on business models. I don't, I don't trust your business model. I'm just going to tell you. That don't mean you ain't got a good business model, but it does mean here's a great opportunity to challenge yourself. I'm stuck with a lot of things. I don't have, I have, don't know what to do with them. That's, that's, that's a perfect example. Grace, save that comment for me. We covered Monday. But that's a perfect example. That's somebody who is a high performer that don't know what to do. So they're just doing a lot. And that is a blessed place to be. Because when you put all that energy there, you don't have to start from scratch. You don't. You can merge some of those things. You can do some. You can pick one. Now, my advice to you would be, which one will make making money? If the answer is none, then I say, well, which one of them had the potential to make money now? And you say, well, I think this one. I say, okay, well, go out there and try. Get your first customer. You got 24 hours. And if you get a customer, that's your damn business. Like, don't complicate this. Which one of these is getting customers? I don't know. Well, go find out, Melissa. Run out there and go get a customer. If you get one, I like that business. If you don't get one, I probably don't like it. It really is that simple. One of the was worse than procrastination is having too many options. It's far worse than procrastination. It's far worse. Far worse than procrastination. How it's, how do you even put one out? I mean. Uh, like my app, I, I just I don't even know what to do with it. You know I mean? <laughs> yes, yeah, I remember we were talking about it. Get it out there before you. Well, so you got two. It's two answers there. It's two answers there. Let's say so the best answer is always going to be that the market acts for your app or something like that. But you're already past that point. So then now we got to ask, how do I put it out there? And let's say. You got, I give you 24 hours. Well, so a great way to do that is you go to, you can go to like any, um, you Google free opt-in pages. Do it for me real quick, Dan, before I get you to talk, because I got to see your hand up. Google, I just want people to see it. You Google free opt-in pages. It's free, it don't cost you no money. And you got 24 hours to see if somebody will sign up or buy your product. So when you Google free opt-in pages, they're right there. There's a whole list of, you know, just somebody will, yeah, yeah, you, she will you with an actual Google. They get, these companies will help you out. 200 ready to use, scroll down, don't, don't go to none of the ads. There you go. Free landing page, no, 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 no. There you go, convert overflow. Six opt-in pages, examples, keep going. Just no, no, don't click it. Just, just find one. I'm looking for lead pages is what I was looking for or anything like that. There you go. Lead pages. That's free. It won't cost you no money. Click it real quick down. 
Now what you do is you sign up for here, you build your page. You can stop it real quick now. And then you go to your social media, you force yourself to write what your app is, and you put it out there and see if somebody's going to sign up for it. So you don't have to have an app built. You save yourself time, money, and heartache by putting out an opt-in that says, coming soon, do you want it? And you shut your mouth and you let the feedback come back to you. And if you keep doing it, you keep doing it, and you keep doing it. And if you do it for 100 days and ain't nobody signing up, then you got a different problem. Go ahead, Phil. Speaking of it as a pilot. Yep. But, okay. I still don't know how to how to even approach. Well, we can I, walk I just, you through. What, look, no, well, we gave show, you how to. Can I show you what I'm talking about can, real quick? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, real yeah, quick. Sure. I need to share my screen. And then maybe I, I can know who help the host me. is. There you go. They made your host. So while she's sharing her screen. Okay, we well, go ahead. Let me. Oh, let's see if I can find it. Right here. Can you see it? Yep. And it's just a way to keep up with all of your medications and stuff like that. Let me see. You know, it's a tracker. You, you know, you put your personal information in. It's, okay, hold on. You like your current medications. You can go in and write them in. Um, surgeries you've had. Uh, you can just write it in. Kidney, you know, whatever it is. But I don't kidney transplant, the dates and all of that and submit it and then it goes in. Family history, you know, you put all that stuff in. Have you ever had tuber tuberculosis? No. And then write out whatever it is. Da, 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 da. And, you know, and you save it all and quality of life. Just, you know, if something happened to you, how do you want to live? You know, what do you want? You want If you're permanently unconscious, how long would you want to live like that? I got six months in there. You can say one month or have a long, you know what I mean? And your yep. DNR, do you want to be resuscitated if something happens to yep. you? You know, I just don't know how to, I what do. to do it. I got you. I got you. Let me see what I'm saying. Yeah, I, got that's the ball. I got you. I got you. Just what you do. If you that far along, I'm talking to everybody. This after I say this, there's no reason to go. I still, I don't. Nope, that's fear now. At this point, it's fear. Yeah, I'm scared. Well, fair enough. Right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> but this is what we gonna do. If you're this far alone, your problem now is you not spending money on your vision. This is your. This is if you this far alone. I want you to go spend a thousand dollars. If you trusted that much, you got to go spend $1,000. This is what I want you to do. In your case, I want you, you're going to jump on, we'll help you. Give okay. it grace, Deanna. And you're going to do a Zoom presentation. And you're going to share your screen. Okay. And you're going to give me, don't worry about the time limit. You're going to give me every explanation of how to use this as pop. The same thing you just did. And, and we're going to record it. It's going to. You know, you're gonna have all of you do this, and you're gonna you're gonna create a user, uh, Maxine Sharp. And you're gonna create Maxine, 
and you're going to say Maxine has had two kidney surgeries. I don't know if you can do that. You know, well, you know, maybe not two kidney surgery, but you know, let Maxine live a little bit. You know, she had a <laughs> kidney surgery and an elbow surgery, right? You do something like that. And then you you go through the process. And now, because not only is, what it's doing is covering that whole Billy Mays funnel. Not only is she telling us how easy it is to use her app, not only is she telling us how she's demonstrating it, she's showing it's simple. Then, and then I'll teach you how to create the the risk reversal if it if it costs you know say thirty day guarantee money back guarantee or something like that right anything like that I will t- I'll walk you through that but you need to do that thing and then that video forty seven minutes twenty seven minutes however long it take you that's how long your webinar is and then okay. what we're gonna do is we're gonna send her to Facebook she's going to then do I'll have you put some stuff in the front, put some stuff in the back. And then what you're going to do is we're going to know how to do the where's that sale. And you're going to spend a thousand dollars in ads and see if people sign up. And okay. if nobody signs up after a thousand dollars, something's wrong. Okay. Okay. Well, at least I'll know. You know, I just no, just I know. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least I'll know. And here's the deal. I got you down. If nobody is, if you're not willing to spend a thousand dollars in your business you need to change business right i agree <laughs> yeah exactly exactly go ahead i Deanna. just stopped spending because i'm like i'm spending money but i don't know what i'm doing and i'm not getting anywhere yep um, yep. Okay. yep no I, but if you that far along so i know you that far you that far along you got you got tested now see if they want it okay yep see if they want it go ahead Deanna. Miss Miss Janice can once a person puts information in can they print that out Yes. They can print it and take it to the doctor with them or whatever. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. definitely a need for it. Yeah, boy. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> we, do, we do targeted. At, okay, let me make myself very, very clear. Janice is a high performer. She's got it done. This is easy now. What she didn't know was how to put it out there. She right. just got that question answered. And you can hear the confidence in her. She's scared, but you can't hear it. You hear, I'm going to get it done. And that's what y'all are here for. Okay. To go, got it. Thank you for giving my answer. Let's get it done. Now, if you spend $1,000 and nobody signs up, that does not mean the business doesn't work. Your words that you wrote probably suck. Mm-hmm. Your website, in her case, you want to get a new domain. We're going to give her a domain. We're going to secure that website because I, I watched that website was unsecured because it, it was just a temporary server. I watched right. it. Right. You know, th- things like that. But see, th- but that'll stop because people, because, you know, Google will be like, hey, big red flag. This I've got the type. domain name, though. You got the I domain name. So yeah. we'll make sure it's secure. Like, basically, what I'm trying to tell y'all is if your words that sell are near perfect, if your domain is secure, and you spend a thousand dollars, then it ain't the words and it ain't the security of the domain. It's your market or your product or the presentation thereof. If your presentation sucks, if your presentation is fire, but you just posted it, y'all check this out, then maybe your words, maybe you need copyright training. Mm-hmm. But the only way she gonna know what the problem is, 
is to split, send that money. It's called split A-B testing. That is the truth. That's the, that's her only way. That's her only way forward now. She built it. She know people out here dying. They out here getting cut up on. So there's people out there. Now she needs to see if there's people out there for her specific product and delivery. That's the difference. And after $1,000, the reason I say 1000 because it's, it's enough to get some good reading. And listen, I'm not just helping you. I promise you, Adonia, literally just stopped driving. You know what? He, he done. I'm not even going to work today. <laughs> I promise you that Adonia needs to hear this because you don't know until you go through this process. Right. This is why I say I pick a market first. Now, the good thing is, she said, so let's say, well, I wasted $1,000. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You did $1,000 in market research and no, don't you spend no more money. Because you could have wasted a million. I promise you, Melissa got a million of her own dollars in her company. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it, it, it could get higher. Melissa's about ready to spend more money on product testing to send y'all coffee to test to tell me if I need to change anything. There you go. You get what I'm saying? So just, Antonio, what's the key, what's the key points here? Of the, with Genesis because you just blessed the whole class. If you got it, then now you got to you got to go spend money. And that thousand dollars is a ratio. How many people signed up for a thousand dollars? I got in my car and lost my phone. Oh man, how many people signed up for a thousand dollars? And if two people signed up for a thousand dollars, that's not a bad thing. How much is your product? And if she says, well, it costs five hundred dollars, well, damn it, Janice, you're doing good. You broke even. Mm. And if she say, well, and now, and now she know Grace, it costs her $500 to get a customer. Mm. But if she say, well, it's, it's $500, I mean, I spent $1,000 and only two people signed up. How much, you, how much is your product? Oh, it's free. Well, then Janice, that's a terrible business. Get out of it. Get out of it right what now. What about it being a subscription? Because this is what it is. It's a, how much is your subscription? I don't know yet. Okay. So if two people sign up, her subscription need to be $500 a month. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Because it's, what it's telling you is how many people are going to... Now, of course, this is assuming somebody helps you run your ad well, and now I'll, I'll help you do that. But this is assuming that we're trying to find our ticket average. We're trying to find our... It's called CAC. Cost, uh, customer acquisition cost. This is what we're trying to find out. It's, it's it's CAC, CAC, customer acquisition cost. How much is it costing me to acquire a customer? This is very advanced business here. How much is it costing me to acquire a customer? If it's a thousand people and Janice gets 500 people to sign up, well, then now Janice says, well, I could charge $2 and get all my money back. But I'm not going to charge $2 a month. That's crazy. Maybe I'll charge $9.99 a month. And now, well, then if you do that, if you if you make a $9.99 a month and it costs you $2 to get a lead, you're an automatic millionaire. Oh. If you break even, you're an automatic millionaire. Okay. I want to keep it reasonable for them, you know, but I don't want to be broke. <laughs> you spoke of the word of the Lord on that one. I mean, I want to be nice, but I don't want to be poor. 
Hey, right, can we just on. talk about the 99 again one more time? Yes. So as I said two things. If you break even in your customer acquisition costs, you are an automatic millionaire because that's called self-liquidating offer, S-L-O. It's a self-liquidating offer. Liquid meaning money, self being self, and I offered something. This means this offer makes money itself. That means if I throw a million dollars at my self-liquidating offer, I get a million customers back. You can't outspend me. Mm. That means I'm never losing money. I throw a million out, a million come back, I'm never losing money. But then I said, but if she makes $9.99, I mean, she's charging $9.99 and she it only costs her $2 to get a customer, that's more than break it even. She's automatic millionaire. You're a hundred millionaire. Because all you got to do is have the fortitude to throw money into marketing and money will always come back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Business is not meant for little people to play. He who spends the most money on a customer wins. It is not meant for y'all to keep up. It is meant for people who are willing to spend money on their business to pass up people who are not. That is not right. It is mean, it's unfair, but welcome to corporate world. If I spend more money than you and I get more customers than you, I'm going to own your business. And if you don't sell it to me, I'm going to make you go out of business. Then I will take your customers and now you want no business. So it's either let me buy you or let me crush you. Mm. Mark Zuckerberg plays that game better than anybody else. I'm not telling you this is right. I'm just telling you that's business. That is business. Can you, can you, somebody say, Antonio, is there a such thing as an honorable business? No, they don't exist. (laughs) They don't, they do not exist. There's not a single honorable business on the planet. You know why? Because all the businesses are built to with a depreciating product of some kind. So unless that business is increasing value every chance it gives you and doing all this weird stuff, that business is not. Like if you buy a car, that's a dishonorable business. Even if you buy a brand new car, no problem. The mere fact that the manufacturers because if because if I really did my business right, then I don't have repeat customers. And that's not a holy thing. That's a capitalism thing. There's nothing that Phil can do about it. There's nothing Antonio can do about it. Books, if I wanted the publishing industry to last forever, I would laminate Melissa's papers. That way that book can never go bad. But, but that ain't what I'm doing. It costs too much. So you got to get the book again because you messed it up. Go ahead, Phil. Would have disagree with you on that. Yeah, fair enough. If your business, I think, if businesses start with, our job is to make people's lives better. If that's what your job is, which includes your customers, your vendors, the community, your employees, the owners, the industry, if your main focus is to make people's lives better, I think you can put the business is not what you say it is. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, I can accept that. So then there's no honorable industries then. 
but there are honorable <laughs> people putting together because you got to remember we're oh. self-deprecating products <laughs> and it ain't us it's, it's not us it's not oh. the you're right it's not the it's, it's, it's not the shelly that wants to change the world it's the fact that when shelly buys a product it is meant to depreciate The moment I break the spine on one of Melissa's books, I cannot get that book back for its property, for me, for its original value. Seinfeld got a whole episode about that, taking the book to the bathroom. It's one of the greatest episodes of Seinfeld ever. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is a good one. Library book. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. It's funny you should say that. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously with five kids and uh, and two people, when I go to the grocery store, I knew the manager. He knew me and I knew him really well. And one day we're sitting there and I'm just sitting there and said, you know what you sell? Because what? I said, you sell unprocessed crap. He said, what? I said, you realize that probably 75% of the stuff you sell within the next 48 hours is going to end up being crap. And he just started laughing. That's exactly right. That's exactly right, right? So it's not, yeah, it just, it just, it's capitalism. It just, it just is what it is, okay? Go ahead, Shelly. So two, one comment and one question, but mm -hmm. that was kind of funny what he just said. Um, I was thinking that two people that would not, um, following up what you said, would be Miss um, Janice once she gets situated and Miss Deanna. I was thinking that Miss um, Janice should collaborate with Miss Deanna on her pre-funeral, because that's what follows up what Janice is monitoring. But I wanted to ask Miss Janice, um, is that an app or is that on your website? Because I do, oh, that is an app. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. But I it's, think it's really a website too, but it's, it's built in an app. Yeah, she was hosting on a temporary you, server. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that I think she has something because um, I did that myself for like several years, taking care of my grandmother and her sister and my dad's dad. And that is exactly what I did. I put that, but I did it all on paper. I started out with a um, Word document and I put all the information down. So while I was a primary caregiver for my grandmother when I left the city to go to school. I would come home on the weekend. So I had to leave my family something that they can follow step by step, taking her temperature in the morning, her blood pressure, what was her blood sugar, what medication did you give her, did she have a bowel movement, did she have um, what she had for breakfast. So we had everything written down how it was supposed to happen, when she went to the doctor and what happened, exactly, I mean, et cetera. But it was all in a binder. And so I was going through binders because I didn't have anything digital. And what it did, when we would go to the doctor, it made it much easier for the primary care physician as well as the specialist to see what was going on and to monitor the up and down. So basically, they were basically following our instructions because we had everything we were monitoring her through the day and it made um, diagnosis and everything more it was much easier but my point um, what I wanted to mention to you too is that I heard the rumors that once your kidneys begin to fail or if you go on dialysis etc you could not go back mm -hmm. 
He can't but reverse. When they put, that's what they said. So when my my um, when her kidneys would function, her function would low go low, and they were trying to put on dialysis, we would refuse, take her back home, go and get our herbals, our dandelion root, et cetera, et cetera, and work with her. And when she would get back to the doctor, her kidney function would be back up to a level where she didn't need to go. So he would say, well, whatever y'all doing, just keep doing what you're doing. So I said all of that to say, to be able to have a tool like that that's in digital form that would make it easy. So many families that need that. It was something that I thought about doing to help people. And that's so what I'm saying to you is you, you have something great and to have it digital and be able to print it out that they, so that they can keep it in a binder and be able to, I say you should, yeah, I, that's not gonna go away. And right. what Ms. Deanna is doing, it's not going away. That's happening right. every day. It's a need, just like we need oxygen and water. Right, right. You're right, Ms. Shelley. Uh, I, I, I mean, the book, I have the book. Actually, the, the uh, software is a replica of the book that I have. Oh, and that okay. book I carried with me for 13 years, um, documented and everything. And I was like, I need to find a way because, you know, the paper is going to be obsolete. I need to find a way to be able to store everything where it can stay there. And, you know, you can add to your medications, take away, delete, or whatever it is you need to do. But it's permanent. You know what I'm saying? You can go in there and everybody can see exactly what your wishes are. If something happened, like I went to the hospital one time and I was unconscious, I couldn't I couldn't speak of oh, anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I had my I had my book with me you know, and um, I almost got the wrong blood. I had, I needed a blood oh, transfusion and I'm, I'm, I'm be positive. A lot of people don't even know what their blood type is. And true. all of that is in there. You know, you have to be tested for that. You don't know what your blood type is unless you test it. And so they were going to give me the wrong blood. Thank God my husband had the book right there, you know, because well, that's the gold mine, you know, so. But you I might I, have to know, be one of your customers. Yes. Yes. I mean, I just a good job. That should motivate you. You're going somewhere. That that is that is good. I'm so proud. I I just I hope so. I've been working on it for a while, you know, since I had my kidney transplant. And I know what I went through and how hard it was for me. And you know, all the different medications you have to have and be on once you have the and if you take the wrong one, you throw your kidney right out. I mean, it's just a waste of time if you don't know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You have to be on top of this stuff when you get any type of transplant. Or if you have an illness that that you need to document and, 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 and look after, you know, high blood sugar and all that. Those are diabetes and high blood pressure are the number two things that causes people to go into kidney failure. And a lot of people don't know. If you got a lot of urine, I mean, foam and stuff on your urine, something's going on with that. When people go to the bathroom and there's a lot of foam, something's going on. People don't know that they're in trouble until it's too late because the only way to know you ain't kidney failure is to be tested. And people don't go in and say, hey, test me for my kidneys. Majority of the people don't even think about that until it's too late. You know, so, yeah. I just want to say one last thing so Mr. Antonio can get back. So now I really just spoke to encourage you because I hear the things that you say and you feel like you're not far along. 
And listen to what you just said. Now, you just spoke. I dropped all that knowledge in those few little minutes or seconds to prove that you, you're already there. You're like right there at the threshold. You just have to keep going. You have it. Wow. You have it, Miss Janice. Thank you. If I can get out of this fear and, and get Antonio and, and Deanna to help me get this thing going. <laughs> they got you. They got you. Good job. Thank you. You're muted. Yeah, definitely. Because if you do, just do a webinar. Webinar is going to be a way out of it because you're, you're a subject matter expert. Once you start talking in a controlled group, just use your money to replace your fear. Okay. Yeah, because if you because you you're not you're not gonna be afraid in front of two or three people. Your money will push that out across millions of people. And then, you know, when it once you start getting millions of dollars and that fear will be gone. Yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well that's it. Hopefully y'all see what we've been talking about from Trienium Trienium Cafe all the way to all the stuff that we have discussed and have talked about. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Phil, please. Dennis, have you looked into any competition? I have. There are some uh, EHRs out there, electronic health records out there, but mainly they're for the doctors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. And, and does HIPAA have anything to do with the HIPAA reg regulation? Yeah, it's got to be HIPAA compliant. Yes, it's got to be on a HIPAA compliant server. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I envision you getting the number of subscribers and having some healthcare facility buy you out. That'll be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the way that'll happen is you disrupt one of those companies. Yeah. Yeah. If if you so that's that's a great, that's a great, 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 great way to end. I watched so Shannon Sharp is well, he's just incredible for sure. But besides him being incredible, we'll go there together. Shannon Sharp, I'm not, not sure how much y'all watch, but you know, him and Skip Bayless, blah, blah, blah. But the problem now, Grace, is Shannon Sharp is too big of a personality um, to force out or to let go. And he brings on these very important people on his podcast. He's become a force in it, oh, force in itself. He's become that. And he had this guy on. I don't know if y'all know who this is, because I did not. But I did know his movies. This is Will Power Packer, just to give you an idea. Oh, Will, Will Packer is his name. Hold on. This is his podcast. Shanshire is a great podcast. It's a great podcast. But right here, this guy just got a whole theater, a you know, performance arts theater, named in his honor, whatever, right there, right? Great guy. Guess what he produced, Grace? Plenty much all the movies you like. And one of them was Think Like a Man. With Steve Harvey. That's right. You sure did. Uh-huh. Girls yeah. Trip. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Girls Trip. That's him. He that that that's him. That, that that's him. He's a two-time Emmy nominated 
you know, all that stuff. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what his website looks like. I have no idea. I've never been to his website. But here he just to give you an idea. Didn't he do the um Venus and Serena movie? I, I think so. He did Compton. Here's here's the you yeah, know I didn't know the, he, I didn't know he did straight out of Compton. Okay. Yeah, he's his movies gross over a billion dollars. Gross over a billion dollars. This I don't even know what this movie is. And there's girls, that's not girls' trip. I don't know what that is. I guess let's see. Film. Let's discover his film. I guess this is it. What women want, breaking in. This is all his movies. Night school, girls oh, trip. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Ride what? along. Ride along. I did not know too. he did ride along too. Almost Christmas. No good deed. Now this this movie was crazy. The wedding ringer. Think like a man too, and think like a man. There's ride along about last night. Think like a man. About last this night. This movie. Good. Beyonce did this movie. Yes, she did. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yes, did she this did. movie. I did not know he did Stump Yard. He did Stump Yard. In fact, he talked about he did Stump Yard. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because something Phil just said. And I said, that's a perfect way to end this class. This man, in order to play, I wanted to play this video, but I need to play this video first so you get it. Very early, I said, man, I want to turn your book into a movie. He said, mm -hmm. I, it's not even a, a narrative. He said, I'd have never imagined it as a movie. Right. Then it hit bestseller. Then right. he went on all the morning shows. Then he went on Oprah twice. Now everybody in Hollywood started calling him. To Steve's credit, he remembered the first dude that called him about that book. And he said, you know what? Everybody calling me to turn into a movie because the book's a hit now. I'm going with Will Packer. I'm going to go with the guy who called me first and said he wanted to turn this into a movie. I said, Steve, I'm not going to let you down. I got you. And we opened number one with that movie too. put Kevin Hart on the map in a different way. $96 million later, we did a sequel and, and got other stuff in the works as well. Man. It's that grind and that hustle, man. But that, you know what? That's, you know that that says it. something that Steve, like all these other big movie studios yes. came in yes. and he could have easily like, you know what? But the bro man came to me early on. Yeah, he did. Because you didn't think it was going to do anything until all of a sudden I had peaked. See, I started going here. Now you want, when I was here, you weren't hollering at Nobody your boy. I was calling. That's right. Right. Back then, didn't want me. But he definitely was. That's, that's who he is. You know what right. I mean? There was a loyalty there. He said, I'm going to give his brother a chance. He was one of the first people to call. And it You're muted. We can't hear you. I need you to hear this one. This is how I want to end. This is what Phil just said. He's giving a message to anyone trying to break into Hollywood. Make money without Hollywood. That's the only reason Hollywood started returning my calls, because I was making money without them. They'll leave you out there on your own if you're not doing nothing and making no noise. Right. But if you want to get Hollywood's attention, you go out there and you make money without them. Right. Then my phone started ringing. My mama was like, did you invite Oprah? I said, mom, Oprah. <laughs> she said, you invite all them other people. Invite Oprah. I said, OK, mom, I'm invite Oprah. On the day of the premiere, I'm standing on stage getting ready to introduce my movie, and the whole front row is empty because I had saved seats for all these Hollywood people. Right. Now, none of them RSVP, mind right, you. Right. No, not one person had the decency to even say, they, I'm not I'm coming. not going to be able to They didn't it. let me know they got the invite, right? That front row was empty because Shannon Sharp, what if a whole fleet of private jets had showed up at Tallahassee Regional Airport the day of my premiere I had to be ready for? Right. I had saved a seat for Oprah with a plus one. She could have brought Stamman or Gale. Right. It didn't matter, right. right? Whole front row is empty. But guess what? Every other seat in that auditorium was packed. Wow. And that's when I learned I'm not making my movies for the front row. 
I'm making them for everybody else. That's what I learned at an HBCU. And I have been making movies for an audience and then expanding beyond that audience ever since. Make money without... He better watch it. He preached don't you, this whole you, message. Don't, don't, he preached this whole make, message. Don't you build your business for the people in the front. Okay, so Janice. All you just need is five blocks. Five blocks. First city. Janice, Phil told you, get bought out. Yeah. You know, get bought out if you ain't making no money already. Right. Right. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play it better. <laughs> you can't dominate. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> y'all have a good one. Have a great weekend. Yes, Love y'all. Have a great weekend. Love you All right, y'all. Love, Love you more. All right, now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.